welcome podcast listeners. This is a little bit of a hands up. You will hear partway through this podcast that um, I put my hands up and we say... Bollocks up. We did bollocks up. We bollocks uh, it right up. I put my hands up and say that um, we forgot to press the record button. So as a little bonus, what we're going to do is we're going to re-record the start of the episode um, a little bit as it was. Um if you want to listen to what we actually said, if you go uh, go into Pedalboards of Doom uh, on YouTube or back on Facebook, you can find that live stream there. Um, but this is this is a kind of rough approximation of that. Uh, so it is it is episode one number one seventy nine. Uh, it is the Fretzel Podcast. You are here with your host, Mister Budget Pedal Chap. That's me. You are also here with the man that you just heard. It was Mr. Lee Padabadabadoo. Say hi. Hi. How are you doing? I bet you're doing I mean, well, aren't you? I'm just you whispering this, in your ear. You hi. weren't this creepy last time. I've always <laughs> been this creepy. <laughs> uh, uh, so this podcast largely features uh, features a new, uh, a new thing that we're doing, which is the um, World Cup of Pedals or the Pedal World Cup. And... Today we're going to be going through uh, two of the group stages, uh, which will, you will hear a little bit later. Um, but as a little bit of a warm up, we did uh, what we've been up to. Um, we only missed out on Lee's because I think we we caught it by the time we came into mind, didn't we? Yeah, um, I, I was talking and I saw you pulling some funny faces, and I thought, "What have I said?" <laughs> and then you're like, and, and, yeah. "Bollocks!" <laughs> yeah. Just, just this one time, it wasn't something that you said. It was actually, it was a faux pas and a half. Yeah. So Lee, I, I love. I it makes me laugh so much when I do say something, uh, and I just watch your face go, or, or, or like I don't realize because I. It's hard to tell because you've got the the spit guard in front of you. It's hard spit to tell guard. when you're stop when you're stopping talking yeah and I, i'll come in when i think it's the right time and i'll see you kind of roll your eyes thinking bastard just interrupted me again and i'll like oh shit because yeah. <laughs> i see it in your face and i'm like bollocks my bad <laughs> um yeah i'm a, i'm an open book apparently <laughs> uh, so so lee come on tell, tell us what you've been up to this week what have i been up to well um i haven't done much over christmas because i uh, like I was saying, I I'm, I deal with pedals in and out every day. It's almost like a 24-7, 365 job. Uh, and so I took about 14 of those off of the 365 and just did fuck all, um, which yeah. was nice. Uh, it was really, really nice. I um, I learned, I relearned a new skill, which was to watch films without watching my phone as well, which was nice. <laughs> I, I quite often left my phone up in the uh, up in my bedroom and just didn't do anything, which was pretty cool. Um, so I had time off of social media, I had time off of everything, and it was it was amazing. I did play guitar. I played. Uh, I used the old uh, the Wazarez for that, but um, yeah, there was a couple of other things that happened um, about. About a minute ago, I just realised that my Boss MT2W serial number is 61. Okay. Man, I was eight out. Eight out? Yeah, I could have had 69. But still, 61, that's a low serial number for a Boss pedal, isn't it? I assume so. That's great. Who knows? Um, yeah. Uh, what else have we been doing? I um, I received the Jam Ripley Ripple Ripley Falls, uh, which is a fantastic pedal. I'll go into more detail about that. I think on the next podcast we didn't really talk too much about that, but it's a fantastic pedal. It has chorus on one side and phase on the other side, and it, uh-huh. you can turn the chorus into a vibrato as well. Sounds wonderful, absolutely wonderful. It's another one of their pedals, which is two two of their pedals combined together. Sounds. I thought you were going to go Ali G, then then go. It's a wicked. It's a wicked man. <laughs> I. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't uh, know why I thought you were going there, but hey hey. Um, two pack no, two pack no. All right then. <laughs> were oh, you man. Welsh? No man, no. <laughs> I proper was as well. 
<laughs> I am so shit at accents. It's unbelievable. There um, you go. Go, go in for whatever allergy he is and hit him Welsh. Aye. Um, uh, why am I? <laughs> whatever I want to do. Um, <laughs> I know. I went to the other end of the country. Went up to... Uh, uh, let's, let's not talk about northern people. Um, <laughs> so, um, the... Uh, the other thing I, I've done is I, um, I'm working on having a look at a pro- product for for a company. I got introduced or approached by a company um, just before Christmas, and they're an Italian company that are very well known over there, but they're not very well known in the rest of Europe. And they've asked for my help to, you know, get them more well known within Europe and, and the States. Uh, they're called yeah. Jad and Free, so J A D and F R. Double oh, I think there's yeah. a uh, an accent on the first e. Uh, Jad and Freer. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, but let's let's just say that that's what we're called. Um, and, and you know, you get approached by these companies a lot. Usually, they're like Chinese companies or something. They're like, oh, can you have a look at our wireless system, or can you have a look at our power supplies? And and, and we do. We look at them, and usually they're just uh, yeah, yeah, just like that one. <laughs> The Mr. Budget Chip Pedal Chaps probably never ever opened. <laughs> I have. I, I tried it. It was. It was. It weren't bad actually. Uh, I need to get on doing something with that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, it's, not it's, bad at all. Actually, not not a bad bit of kit. Um, but um, this this company, when they when we went through what they were uh, what they had to offer, I I started to get a little bit excited. I was like, Ooh, okay, okay, this is cool. That. You know when um, companies produce something, then another company produces the same sort of thing, and then the same sort of thing, and they all come out, and they're all just almost like yeah. the same thing. Clones, but, yeah, with yeah. different stampings on them. and Not necessarily just a different logo, but they're, they're almost like, um, like everyone's got their own tube screamer. Yeah, do you yeah, know, yeah. know okay. what I mean? Like, uh, and it's very rare that someone's tube screen will do something different. And if it does, um, if someone adds like a, a clean blend to it, like the Tate Effect stuff, then other people go and add clean blends as well. And you know, yeah. and then they start getting compared between them ones. Uh, um, one of the things that we find with um, that sort of thing is power supplies, because usually you have um, a bunch of outputs that are about 100 milliamps, and then you'll have three that are about 500 milliamps, um, but you've only got, say, two amps of draw or one amp of yeah. draw or 1.5 amps of draw on the, on the whole pedal, on, on the whole power supply, so you can easily ram that up. And as you know and I know, with the HX Stomp and the GT Core, um, they're, they're thirsty. You know, they, they really want a lot of ampage. Um, and there's a lot of pedals that are coming out that want that sort of thing, such as those new Chase Bliss aut- automaton pedals and stuff like that. Yeah. Very particular powering. And there's nothing out there that's really doing it. And what Jad and Greer are trying to push at the moment is yeah. a power supply it's called the domino it has yeah. 15 outputs they yeah. do do smaller ones as well but this one has 15 outputs and every single output has 1600 milliamps that will power anything and then they have modules to do all of your extra things like ac output um, um and the same modules can swap your voltage and swap your polarity as well so you don't have to buy several different boxes to do that you know one little box will do it and they're, they're really small so i will have that by the time we do you hear the next podcast off this i'll have it i'll have my board wired up fingers crossed and um i'll be using it and you can get my my true feedback on it Let, let's say the um i can't think of another power supply out there that's capable of powering 48 strymon pedals <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you <laughs> yeah yeah I, yeah i suppose so yeah they they are quite quite hungry pedals aren't they they'll uh they'll drink the juice yeah from, uh, what, from what i gather it's got a 24 amp um capability 
So, you know, if you were using it to its full capability, then uh, you'd be looking at your fuse box a little bit worried, I'm, I'm sure. But it, it's, it gives you the ability to just draw that. See, with Ampage, it only takes what it needs. So if you've got a 10-amp pedal, no, so a 10 milliamp pedal, it will only say it was like a, um, a passive-ish pedal or whatever. It wouldn't be a passive if you're powering out, though. No. But you know, if yeah. it was a very, very low draw pedal, then you know it would. And you put sixteen hundred milliamps into it. It's only going to take the ten, the, the ten milliamps. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because drive pedals tend to be like between ten and about thirty. I think is is usual. <laughs> yeah, and and that's why you get away with these pedal supplies that are. 100 milliamps, 100 milliamps, 100 milliamps, and then you've got like a couple of 500s or 600s just just for those slightly more hungry digital pedals. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm waiting in quiet anticipation with this. I I, I am very excited to to see to see how it um how it stacks up. I don't think they're going to be cheap. But I don't, I don't think they're going to be any more than the sort of shocks, like the chocolate and all these sort of things. Um, so those sort of power supplies and things like the gig rig modulus power yeah. supplies. I like the gig rig stuff. I like that you can expand it and so on and so forth. But um, yeah. th- they can make these modular as well. Also, when you're ordering them, if you want to, you can custom order them so you can have like all of the outputs at 24 or volts and so on and so forth if you want it so okay. yeah they're very good they've got a wicked amp as well which um a bit like something we'll talk about later it's a little bit like the uh the Mesa sort of approach where you have it's not like we're try they're trying to go for a martial tone throughout or a fender tone throughout they've got a very specific lovely clean fenderish um clean but what got me really excited about it was the drive tones were um, like a Sun Model T. So they've gone, yeah, Who? what sort of really nice drive do, does everyone like? Well, yeah, no one's doing that. Let's just put that sound in it as well. So, yeah, yeah. Um, really, really nice. And their amp is all fully midi that includes all the controls so you can save where the controls are as well as the switches and these sort of things which is super super cool that does away with the need for like a bunch of your your drive pedals and stuff if you can switch your amp through your midi switcher yeah yeah i mean it's quite interesting i don't think the 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 sun sun amps are the the drive tone that i'd go for but if you are like if you're running like a pedal board full of your like lighter drives and stuff and then you want just to kick a switch and go to crazy mode it could be quite interesting yeah um, I, I think the model t's do more than just doom but they do do doom they do do doom oh dear um so i suppose what i've been up to this week again like the same as yourself pretty much is that um over christmas i down tools because I've been uh, I've been hitting the uh, the no talk or tone videos every week for pretty much a year. Um, they didn't actually stop. I'd had some recorded that I could put out as well, so they didn't stop. Um, but I I had like a two week break from it. Um, I've also been doing like doing other video series for Pedalboards of Doom and and doing the um, the pickpocket series as well. So I've been a busy boy. I just thought. Got a down tools. I'm going to enjoy a bit of family time, and uh, come back to it nice and recharged. And that's that's pretty much what I've done. Um, over that little break, I had I was playing about with kind of graphic design and uh, a bit of the computery stuff. Um, so I've done a little bit of an overhaul on the the pickpocket, the aesthetic of the pickpocket uh, series. So that's become a little bit more uh, a bit a little bit more kind of cartoony looking and a bit more fun which is pretty cool um looks really good man i like that it, it does look really smart yeah 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 it took some took some inspirations from like some other kind of logos and thought you know what well, that's where i'm going in with that um and the first um the first video in like that has the new new styling is 
uh, it features this that I bought, which is, I don't know if you can see that. Uh, I, I don't know if it's autofocusing. No, it's not, is it? Um, so I bought a, a, a tin of uh, wooden picks from Timbertones. They were doing a little January sale. Um, and I did an unboxing in what you what you get um, that comes with uh, comes with the pack, and a little bit of information about the picks as well. Um, and if you do like, if there's any other picks in there that you think, oh yeah, I'd like to hear that, just drop it down in the comments, and I'll I'll get to putting that in the in the list of things to do. Um, I also I had a chat with my good friend Mister Yeomans, uh, who who's uh, who's live at the moment. Is he? Good, good afternoon, Mr. Yeomans. Um, he came down and uh, he took his hot coals back, which um, all good things have to come to an end, I suppose. Um, <laughs> however, he did. He uh, he brought down this. <laughs> Chung. Here you go. See that? That is... Uh, uh, blurry as F, but yeah. Yeah, I'll try... Here we go. Is that better? Because I think I've, I've set my camera to manual focus, which doesn't help. Um, so that, this is uh, one of his one of his new ones. This is this is the Preacher Drive. Uh, so hopefully this this Friday or it'll be last Friday when this um, this podcast comes out, you will hear this on the No Talk or Tone. Um, I'm really really excited. Um, I've not had a chance to plug it in just yet, but. I had the uh, had the prototype and I was well excited about that. So, um, yeah, very very cool. Um. What well, one thing um, we've kicked off um, on the um, on pedal boards of doom this week um, was the best pedals of 2020, and we've broken it into categories. Mm. Um, and uh, I should t- talk about the the winner of um, it was best i think it was best utility pedal uh best utility product okay because you um of 2020 and the captor x one woo yeah great great little bit of kit that so yeah our friends over at two notes they were very very pleased about it um and we will have a winner of i think it was best drive or so i can't remember what's going on at the moment um yeah no i can't remember <laughs> there's best pedal of 2020 or something um is going yeah. out at the minute they're all being voted for in the pedal boards of doom group at the moment aren't they so there's like a, a yeah. poll being put up which is which is really cool like because when we did the um when we did the the mo- uh, top five most influential pedals that was one of the comments that came through is that, oh, this would be really cool if the pedal boards of Doom Group decided on what they thought were the top five influential. Um, and though we couldn't, like, amend it for then, um, this is kind of uh, going along with that suggestion. So it's really cool that, that that comment kind of permeated into our into our thoughts and then... Um, and then we've been able to, to come out with uh, some some uh, of the top top things of 2020. Yeah, it's, it's something we wanted to do last year. We just didn't have the time. We were all so busy. So uh, we've we, you know we're doing it, and, and it's lovely that it's it's not us choosing it. We should do our own choice, obviously. And we did speak about that sort of thing towards the end of the year. But yeah, um, the this this category is best always on pedal. And uh-huh. I didn't choose these categories. One, the first poll we did was what are the categories? What are the categories that you want? Yeah. And I'm going through them one at a time. So, um, yeah, best always on pedal of 2020. And it looks like the Walrus Mako D1 is going to win, although the Catlin Ekapok uh, boost is is a close second. So, um, yeah, let's see. Let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah, defo. Uh, and we'll... We'll keep mentioning them as they uh, as they release, pretty much, um, and it it kind of ties in with our uh, our idea for a uh, pedal boards of doom fret talk world cup of pedals as well. It's a similar similar idea. However, this one 
uh, we've chosen all of the um, we've chosen all of the pedals this time around. Um, and what what we're going to do is going to work a bit like a um, it's going to work a bit like like the football World Cup as we was mentioning. Uh, we've got eight groups. Each group has four pedals in. And what we're going to do uh, every week, we're going to release two of those groups and we're going to give you in the chat, we're going to give you the opportunity to choose your top two of each group. Oh, <laughs> sorry, but we've just had a question on YouTube. What do you guys think of the Mojo Mojo considering order to order tomorrow? <laughs> Mikhail, yeah. This man over here is the world's biggest advocate of that pedal. He loves it and he says it's the best pedal ever made. Go and get it, boy. Yeah, yeah, it. definitely. I mean, considering how much they're going for these days, like even brand new, they're not a great deal of money. You might as well. Like even even if you, you try it and you're like, oh, it's not for me. The, the price alone, you're like, yeah, why not? Um, but I love it and... The, there are so many people out there who do love it as well so i would suggest definitely going for it uh so uh going like swinging back around to it we've got we've got two uh two of the groups today we're going to do group a and we're going to do group e um the reason uh, be question go on oh, okay you're going to answer it go on go on what was your question well since i know nothing about football and these sort of things um why group A and group E? <laughs> um, I was just doing, I was literally, because I'd done A, B, C, D on one line and then I'd done E, F, G and H on another. I literally chose the first column rather than the the first two in the row. Uh, oh. there's, there's no reason for it. <laughs> uh, I just did, because uh, when I when I put the, the groups together as well, the group one and group two were, have got some similarities. So I didn't want it okay. to be too samey. Um, uh, Adam, uh, Yeomans, um, Yeomans has said Capture X is the balls, and I would tend to agree with him. I've, I've only got a Captor and the Cab M, but that is what the Captor X is essentially. It's them two put together, so I've got, you know, exactly yeah. that anyway. Yeah, the equivalent um, of that. Yeah, I wish I had a Captor X as well, and then I could run, run them both in stereo, but. Yeah, so it's, woe is me. <laughs> Let's get on with this um, this uh, World Cup malarkey. Right, so be fun. indeed. So what we're going to ask you to do in the comments for like the next maybe like ten minutes or so, just put the two from each group that you want to go through, and then the the two that get the the, the most votes will go through to the like the tournament stage. And then from there on, it's like a 1v1. So whoever goes through knocks the next one out. At the moment, do we, top... Do so we get to argue them then? So we're, we're going we're gonna to talk about them a little bit now. Um, but essentially, we'll get a vote each. But the the viewers get a vote as well. So if the viewers outnumber us, that <laughs> assuming we agree... Uh, so if the viewers outnumber us, their their votes go through. So the first round uh, is so we've got the Boss DS One, iconic, um, one trick pony. Some would argue, but iconic, yet yeah, um, orange distortion. We've got the DoD Two Fifty, which is kind of classic preampy um, make gooder. Uh, we've got the be the Boss Sy One. Which is a bit of a newcomer, but possibly a game changer. And we've got the uh, the Digitech Whammy. Um, I didn't go for like a specific model of the Whammy because that is contentious in and of itself. But they all pretty much do the same thing. So choose your favourite Whammy. That'll be the one. Um, I'm just looking to bring up the uh, the options on the groups. Oh, what just happened? Uh, yeah, I'm just looking to bring up the options. I've just downloaded it. Uh, so I'll be bringing them up on screen in just a second. Okay, okay. So for, out of those four, for your money, what are you going for, Lee? What, what, are you, what do you think you're going to go for? 
Do you know what? Give me a second. Let me just uh, edit this so we're only showing one side because we're only do one one at a time. <laughs> just add Mark, Mark in the comments saying, "What is football?" Who's that? Mark Wall. Um, honestly, Mark, probably <sighs> not not worth worrying about. I could say, but I'd probably swear a lot, probably far too much. Uh, right. Here we go. Okay. There we go. Oh, you've cropped it as well, you saucy devil. I just said so I was doing that. We've got Boss DSY, <laughs> we've got Dodd 250, we've got the SY1 and the, the Digitech Whammy. Out okay. of those four, what you what you're going for? You get you get a choice of two. Oh, really? You do, yeah. Uh, bottom two. Bottom two. What? So SY1 and Whammy? Yeah, definitely. You absolute... Ooh. Okay, um... I'm, I'm going. I'm going the opposite. I'm going DS1 and Dodd 250. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, DS1 is iconic. Like, f- fully deserves a place on any. I mean, we talked about it in the um, in the top five influential, didn't we? But if it came out today, people would be like, well, "What are they doing?" Yeah, um, like. It is, it is a one-trick pony. It, it, you've got a very it's narrow... A... It's what? It's not. It it does one sound. It does one sound really well, and then it does the rest of them. Eh, all right. Like, other things do it better. Um, it's really very good at pushing um, uh, uh, an amp. Really, really, really good at that. Yeah, but so is, uh, so is the SD1, and the SD1 does it in a nicer way. So is a clon. So is a range master. So is like I could name you ten pedals that do it better than the DS one. Nobody does it better. <laughs> um, however, like this is me arguing myself against myself here. Um, despite all of that, I don't think if the DS one was if the DS one hadn't have happened, pedals wouldn't be the same. So I'm putting through the DS one. The Dodd two fifty is something that I would use. Like it makes things just sound good. It's like it look real clarity, real sparkle. It's uh, it's essentially like a, a an MXR distortion plus without the distortion. Um, and I like the distortion plus. Uh, See, sorry. Wait, DSY one does so very much. You know, there's it's it gives you those synth sounds that could be really 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 hard to get really easily it, they've kind of like nailed all these sort of presets and given you loads of flexibility on it but really easily and you can go in there and you can get all of these fantastic sounds they've they've optimized it for bass and for guitar from the same pedal so you don't have to like go and make sure you buy the slightly lighter blue version or something for bass and these sort of things the boss sy1 is amazing absolutely amazing um and the digitech whammy oh, mate the whammy has like opened up so much to people you know like being able to like go on stage and do drop tunings without having to change your guitar and these sort of things um it had some really cool choruses and these sort of things built into it and then you've got killing in the name of you name me a song that's famous for having a ds1 on it or a a dod 250 (laughs) i mean like nirvana (laughs) not the not the dod 250 but like ds1 um there's there's so many um like and that's just that's just one band um like gilmore has used the ds1 um, no 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 you can't use the ex- excuse of gilmore has used it because gilmore's used everything the manner yeah no it does i i, I think it's a, a, a null point if someone's used everything then you, you know it can be used oh you could probably say that about the, the whammy Point point me to the uh, the Gilmore Whammy solo then, please, Lee. He, he features on this song called "Killing in the Name of." Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> um, so, unfortunately for me, uh, Whammy has got another choice. Uh, Mark Wall again has uh, has chimed in and says, "Whammy." I've asked him for his second choice. He's uh, drop is my next pedal. Then I'm done. <laughs> okay, so he's only chosen one, but it was Whammy. So that's got two votes. So that's instantly going through at the moment. Um, 
if we get any more uh any more through on this then you could swing the tide of this but currently we've got a three-way tie at the bottom with <laughs> uh, the the other three and we've got the whammy uh peaking up and above at the moment get cast your All votes right. in now like viewers cast oh, your votes okay. in. cast your votes so in. Uh, on the fred talk uh, fret talk podcast that we're on as well um so we've got a vote for um the sy1 and uh, and the whammy so okay. from mr bimson so we've both called for the same one okay so that's uh, three we- two and then <laughs> mine have both got one only okay uh, um Yolmans has called uh, the same as you, um, so DS1 and DOD250. <laughs> okay, um, so it's 322 at the moment, isn't it? 3222, which I suppose doesn't uh, help. What we'll have yeah, to do, um, we'll have to uh, flip a coin uh, uh, if if we get a tie. Well, ha- hold on a second. We've still got Mihail, um, who is on YouTube, um he said thanks for um talking about the mojo mojo if you're still watching dude which i think you are by looking at the stats um then g- give us yours g- what are your choices man because uh, that could be a good tiebreaker in a few seconds uh whilst, I, I'm... whilst we're waiting do you want to do you want to do group e as well because you can like, yep. like widen the crop and we'll have both of them on the screen at the same time um, so we've got the next the next round. We've got this is quite an interesting round actually. This uh, this group. Um, so we've got the Ibanez Weeping Demon, their log multi faceted uh, war pedal, which it's unfortunate that we don't have um, Will on at the moment because he would have absolutely lapped this up because he loves that pedal. Uh, so we've but got he's the... not here, so he can bugger off. Indeed, yeah, <laughs> you snooze, you lose, Will. So we've got the Ibanez Weeping Dean, we've got the MXR Distortion Plus, we're here getting. Uh, we've got the Tone Bender and we've got the Range Master. So Solar Solar mm. Tone Bender, original, uh, original makers of the Tone Bender, and then we've got uh, the Dallas Arbiter Range Master. Um, so I you think go first. I think there's there's clear winners out there. I'd like to put the the distortion plus three, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go classic. I'm going to go tone bender. I'm going to go uh, range master as well because I think again, like the, I look out there at the moment, there's so so many uh, treble booster circuits that are based, uh, if if not loosely, quite uh, quite strictly adhering to the tone. Uh, sorry, the the range master uh, and the tone bender. Has uh, has come back into popularity um, with the 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 uh, the boss uh, collaboration. So why would we do not? So uh, I'm sad to say that I uh, think exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so it's, it doesn't make for very good radio, does it? <laughs> well, it, but we we might get the the listeners come in and go. Actually, no, the Weeping Demon is a absolutely delicious pedal and outvote us. So, well, again. do you know what? Everyone I know who's played one has has said how good it is. Now we do already have some votes in for Group E because some of the guys saw it mm-hmm. um, when we were before we cropped it. Um, so we had. Um, yeah, Tone Bender and Range Master, obviously. And Range Master and Tone Bender, that's from Bimson and Yeomans. Um, so they, we're all singing off the same hymn sheet, to be honest. Yeah. Okay, um, Mihal's uh, come back to us with DOD 250. Um, uh, he hasn't chosen a second one. But that's that's so, a three. So at the moment, it's the Whammy and the, yep. the 250 that they're going through. Oh, really? I, I would not have called that. I wouldn't have called that, but hey, uh, that's that's quite interesting. Um, yeah, I think like groupy at the moment is is a bit like one of those those groups where you've got like Brazil and France in there, and then you've got like Lithuania <laughs> and like like Chile or something. You're like, as Dude, we're a global show. <laughs> don't don't pick on countries. No, but in terms of football, <laughs> the heavy hitters are always France. Brazil, uh, Germany tend to get get through quite a bit. As much as we'd like to try and say that uh, England is one of those, we always get booted out in the quarterfinals. 
And I think you... it's quite clear from the last few years that the UK is not quite the uh, thing it bigs itself up to be <laughs> in yeah. any way, shape or form, whether it be football or whether it just be existence. <laughs> Indeed. Right, so Mark's gone for the weeping demon. Did he? Yeah, yeah, he says he loves it, but it's so big. Um, yeah, that's the thing. It's the big battery compartment on the side of it uh, that I really dislike. And you know, who even uses batteries anymore? But it's it's also got the the um, the on off switch for it as well, hasn't it? It's got the it's got the stomp switch that you can engage through that. Because uh, yeah, you can engage it through uh, like motion engagement, or you can switch it on and off with a pedal at the side, which is really cool. Like it's it's an amazing wire pedal. It's it's massively massively functional, and I think if we put it in the group with like the the crybaby and with the Vox, uh, 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 what's it? The eight five seven is it? The old sixties one. Uh, if we put it in like oh re- yeah yeah yeah, I had I had one of them for a while. If we put it in a group with those, I reckon it'd hold its own. However. Because it's going up against the heavy hitters like the vintage boys, it's it's just being pipped at the post there. Do you know what what's happened here with the Weeping Demon? Right, they've designed this wicked wire pedal. They've taken it to the bosses. They've said this is amazing. Everyone's going to love this. Look at what it can do. It sounds great. Let's put it out. And they've said, well, where'd you put the battery? It's oh, we haven't put a battery. No one uses batteries anymore. Oh, you've got to put a battery on it. Uh, no 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 it doesn't need a battery so now it's got this massive war it's like it's like having the um the mona lisa but like sticking a, a fucking cupcake on the side of a face it, it's um yeah it's just it just reminds me of that scene out of um austin powers where he's like molly 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 it it's horrendous just because of that everything else about it is proper class it really looks really nice and it's got loads of features they do do a version the the wd7jr but that doesn't have it but i think it has other things less functionality wise as well yeah Yeah. i mean dunlop do the um the crybaby that's got like the q function and like a boost in it uh like the range the q and like a boost as well uh, so I mean, and they do a mini version of that as well. They do, they do. We've reported on that, uh, but so far, and we'll leave this open. You know what? We'll leave it open for the rest of this cast. If we get any more votes through, we we'll get the votes through. As soon as this cast stops airing, then that's that's it over. And unfortunately for the podcast listeners, you are too late. Um, if you if you want to get on on this, you are there, Lee. Yeah, did you see what Bimson said. What's that? If just why one doesn't go through on quitting Patreon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that well, is bribery, sir. It is. We're not that. We're not that. Um, uh, would you say? Um, That's it. We're not we... actually trying to copy FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Um, so Didn't they actually gets fined for that stuff. So I don't think I'd, it was allegedly. I, think, I, would I think it still... was proven. I would still rather not be in the firing line of FIFA's lawyers. Thank you. Any <laughs> yeah. any and all uh, opinions about FIFA are Lee's and Lee's alone. Do not come after me, Sue Lee. Um, Sue Lee. Oh, we got we got another uh, Sue Lee. <laughs> uh, M- uh, Michael uh, chose MXR Distortion Plus on the other one. Okay, which a single single vote for that? Um, but that's uh, you know it's it's, it's the Randy Rhodes pedal. It's the pedal you buy to sound like Randy Rhodes and then don't. Um, yeah. So yeah, why am I not as good as Randy Rhodes? Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> pedals yeah, had... pedals don't equal practice. Um, but no, it's it's legit. And um, like I say, the the Dodd two fifty is very much based on that. And then without the clipping diodes, and I think. Ingve Malmsteen has got like his own signature Dodd 250. So, you know. Mm. Um, All right. I'm so, going to pull that down into the um, bottom corner now so people can still see it, but let's just take it out of the way. Um, 
Bimson, Bimson, get get people voting. Like get get your friends on here, get family like even if you can get like family pets. So What are you talking just, about? Don't tell yeah. people to cheat. It's it's Unless not it, it's not it's not cheating if you can get people to back you up. Like <laughs> that is that's how this works. Um I'm all for that. So if if you want the you're SY1 like one to those, go... you're like one of those like uh, right wing dads who's like forcing their 16 year old daughter to go out and vote the way he wants her to vote. <laughs> I was very concerned as to where that conversation was going there, Lee. <laughs> I was very concerned, but we got through it. We got through it. It's okay. Um, right, let's oh, let's dude. do a little bit of news. Because uh, we've got about 15 minutes left of the cast, we'll just do a bit of news, and we'll we'll tot up any of the any of the scores later. We'll do like a final tally. Um, but currently, as it stands, we've got the Dodd 250 and the Whammy winning. We've also got the Tone Bender and the Ranger Master winning. Which, like Group E, went exactly how I thought it would. Group A, yeah. absolutely the opposite. I thought it. I thought probably it would be the DS1 and the SY1, if I was honest. But hey ho, let's keep going. Right, so um, I wonder how it would have been if the Distortion Plus was there instead of the um, DS One. Well, the, the the Distortion Plus has got one vo- vote, so <laughs> yeah. But would people who have voted who voted for the DOD two hundred and fifty had voted for the Distortion Plus instead? I don't know. I wonder. We ne- we will mm. never know uh, unless might, it happens next put- year. Uh, right, so, <laughs> yeah. so news, 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 news. We've got some news. We need to we need to cover this news because it is quite interesting and quite quite topical. Um, this week there was a, a massive announcement uh, from Mesa Boogie or Mesa Boogie, depending depending on if you want to pronounce it properly or not. I, I think um, I think it's Mesa or Mesa Engineering, and Mesa Boogie is Boogie, Boogie is one of the amps. Nope. Um, it uh, they are branded like Mesa Engineering, but the uh, Mesa Boogie is is the brand name as well because the ramps are like the uh, the Lone Star, the Mark Five Twenty Five. None of them are called the Boogie. Um, but anyway, we digress. Lee digresses. Um, <laughs> so they they've been taken over. They've um, or they've been. They've been bought by Gibson. Um, so, the official stance on this is that um, it will be business as usual for for Mesa. They will be producing the same stuff that they have been producing. They will be doing the same kind of uh, same kind of um, planning and forward thinking that they've been doing. Um, the, uh, the 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 chap who started the amp the amp company 51 years ago uh randy smith um he's still staying on so it's all it's all very much business as usual um however uh gibson see that uh, mesa are going to join in uh with gibson and start gibson's amp custom shop going uh and and get that some some more credibility and, and get that to be to be a thing so potentially uh is it spreading uh spreading the company of Mesa a bit thin Mesa Mesa I keep keep switching back and forth between the two <laughs> just in hopes that one of them's right you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Mesa and I'm gonna go with it I'll uh, go for so, Mesa you go for Mesa and we'll, we'll get it covered between let's us. call the whole thing off uh, <laughs> so yeah 50, 51 years ago uh, founded by Randy Smith and he's staying on um, however the moment that uh, that it was announced people were saying oh Mesa's going to be uh, quality controls going down downhill they're going to be shit get rid of them now um, the the prices are going to bomb uh, people were likening it to like the CBS takeover of Bender, back in like the seventies, forty years ago, exactly. (laughs) And to tie in with that, you had people putting on on the marketplaces and and the popular um, 
auction uh, electronic auction sites an electronic bay for auctions if you will um putting like quote unquote pre gibson mesa amps and then like hiking the prices up um so or like i would uh i'd, I'd say that's like a childish kind of response to it but i, I that, don't know if it was childish I, I think it was just um joking i think it was just humor uh i don't i don't think people were um saying it well I, i'm sure there are some muppets out there who are saying it and meaning it but most people who were saying it like i saw Stu say it and uh, you know and we know Stu is a muppet but um <laughs> Yeah, he, 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 you know, he was just saying it to, you know, for, yeah, for for a laugh. Um, yeah, it, it's I, I've got some insights information on this. Uh, I, I know um, from a friend of uh, a friend who is a an artist for Mesa. Um, okay, he he hit me up and said that they're over the moon. Um, the guys over at Mesa, he's rep. They're, they're really, really happy, really excited about it. Um, yeah. it. It's it's an investment, really, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and one of the points that uh, someone brought up, I don't know who it was, um, but I, I saw the point and I thought that that's a really like a really interesting insight to it. Uh, Mesa amps over here have always been astronomically expensive and it's because the the distribution of of mesa has always been like really pricey they've not had like the big distribution companies uh doing it which means that like sending it over to the uk means that rather than it being like one two k's worth of amp it always was three three and a half four which which meant for a lot of people it was a step too far it was a I like the sound of those amps, but I'm not going for that. And I, I was one of those people where I, I saw Mesa's and I was like, I'm I'm never going to buy one. I might be tempted by one, but I'm never going to buy one because they're just so pricey. Like in comparison to yeah. what you could get from Blackstar or Marshall or or whoever, like Fe- even Fender. I've always, always wanted uh, a stereo Mesa rig. I like for... For the last ten years now, I've been gagging or gassing, let's say, for a um, for a Mesa stereo rig, and there's no way I'm dropping like five to ten grand on 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 a couple of amps. Absolutely. I've got five to ten grand to drop on a couple of amps. That's why. So, yeah. yeah, totally. You know, it's uh, unbelievable. You know, I, I've got amps that are, are perfectly uh, um, good. They're, they're not as good as messes but I, I i speak to people who've got messes and they're like we're, we're talking about amps and they're like they're the only amps you will ever ever need you'll buy them and that's it you stop buying amps yeah but i can't again i can't justify dropping three grand for just a head and then you're talking yeah. like an extra grand or so on top for the cab I can't drop it. However, now we've uh, Gibson behind them. They're going to get those distribution deals. They're going to be able to like bring that price down. Maybe, maybe they won't. Maybe they, they'll just remain static. But hopefully for us over in the UK, those amps will start coming down a little bit in price, which means that you'll go, actually, yeah, I might be able to afford this. And it might be getting more amps in people's hands. I mean, the problem I've had with Mesa is that uh, not only have they been like unattainably pricey, they're very, they're they're quite rare in the shops. You'll see like a few, like a few of the certain brands, like the the dual Rex and the triple Rex, will be in stock. Um, but those aren't the amps that I'm looking for. And as as beautiful as those clean tones are, um, it's it's like having a supercar and doing the school running it. Because they're mm. so powerful and they're like they're so gainy, and only ever using it for its clean tone. You're like, well, then I might as well just buy a <laughs> buy a Fender. But like the smaller smaller com, uh, combos, um, the, there are some really quite quite tasty vintage voiced ones that I would really like to try. But 
I haven't ha- I haven't seen one, so I can't try. Yeah. The um, Gibson amps is it... see the thing about Fender is that they really have got it tied up with um, acoustics and you know the, the Fender acoustics. They've even got those Acoustasonics, which kind of like bridge the gap between them as well, kind of. Um, and then they've got great guitars and they've got an absolutely fantastic legendary amp um, history. Gibson have got a, an amp history, but it isn't anywhere near as iconic as the as Fender. Um, yeah. But it's it's nice for Fender, for Gibson to be putting their foot back into the um, into that sort of uh, fight because because they fight with feet, you see. But, um, yeah, it, it's it's nice to see that the the two big companies are now slightly more even. Yeah, yeah, like the. There'll be more of a, and there'll be more of a presence within kind of the the whole of the market rather than just Gibson are here for guitars, Fender do everything. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. don't have some good good amps. They used to. They they really don't do them anymore. No, I, I, yeah, I, I meant in the back catalogue sort of thing. Um, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they had a few. They had a few little uh, like valve combos, which was supposed to be pretty good. Uh, they had um, like a solid state um, stack as well, which um, who was it? Sound control, I think, back when they were a thing. Like had rebranded ones uh, under the under the name Granger, and I actually bought one of those, and I had like this because it was the Epiphone Triggerman. It was like a red. Yeah. Four twelve stack thing, and it was like a it was a solid state, um, uh, solid state head and uh, relatively affordable cab, uh, but it's certainly great. Like the clean turn on it was fantastic, but it was it was heavy as balls because uh, it had this like really big fat DSP block, uh, and it was it was all in the one side of the amp as well, so it was it was all kind of really heavy at the one side, um, mm. but it was a it was a cool little amp. I say little. It was half half the size of me. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, I, 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 we can't turn around and say this is a, a good thing or a bad thing. Well, no, we can say it's a good thing, but we can't turn around and say it's a bad thing until bad things start happening. And I'm yeah. sure it, it, you know, I know that they, they're going to have to be careful because if they make one little slip up, you know, the, um, the, uh, authentic crowd are going to be on on their um, cases like uh, no one's business. So um, yeah, you know we're not Gibson excuses here. You know that authentic stuff was stupid. And, you know so on and so forth. But yeah. I, I, I love Gibsons. You know my got my Gibby here, my Gibbo there. Um, but um, I tell you what, right? I've loved Gibsons and Messers for a long 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 time to the extent when i was was probably about 19 i was at an open night a mic night and um one of my friends there had uh he was a few years older than us about 20 years older than us but he had he turned up with uh, a les paul standard and a messer uh dual rec and I, i you know i was so excited and he let me play it and i was like oh my God, I was in like gear nirvana. I was absolutely like so, so, so excited. That was a long, long, long time ago. But um, yeah, it's my love for them guitars and those amps. The guitars kind of go back to like Zach Wild and that sort of thing. And I suppose the the amps go to Metallica, really, for me. You know, yeah, iconic, iconic. Yeah, but I mean, there's there's a fair few. You've used the. Uh... Who've used the dual Rex as well? I mean, they were they were quite uh, quite big in the punk scene as well, like the the kind of pop punk of the two thousands. So it's like it spans quite quite a bit, um, and I'd be excited to see more. Like if the distribution becomes uh, becomes better, I'd like to see more of them um, coming over to the UK, so we can actually get to try them. So I think that, that's crossed. the selling point, isn't it? you get to hear them you get to try them you're more likely to go actually yeah i'll, I'll find a couple of quid for this i'll i'll save up i'll, I'll make sure i get this 
Maybe um, we can sort some out onto Tonepedia, and then everyone can try them. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Um, so I mean that, that was uh, one of the big uh, big bits of news, um, but also another Gibson thing which stirred up a little bit of controversy as well. Um, they've released or, or they've not not released a load of details on it at the moment, but they've announced sorry uh, that they're doing a, a signature guitar, um, but they're doing it for uh, Rick Beato of uh, Rick Beato Music on YouTube. Um, don't know if you do. You, have you uh, have you seen uh, Rick Beato's stuff? Nay. Um. So he 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 does a, a fair few uh, YouTube um, videos. He does a series called "What Makes This Song Good." So what makes like he'll he'll take apart like a classic song and he'll play like play some of the bits of it and uh, go through the music theory behind it. He's done some like uh, some longer talks with uh, with Rhett Shaw, um, and he he features on his channel like a fair bit. Um, he's quite like quite big. Like he's I think he's got two million ish um, subscribers at the moment. So he's he's quite big in terms of like the um, the guitar YouTube um, fame. He's got a, f- a few more than us then. One or two, one or two. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure uh, there's a bit of overlap there, though. Possibly, you yes. maybe. <laughs> so, so, some of our listeners, yeah, some of our <laughs> listeners might might tune into Rick Beato. Yeah, I mean, like, there's there's some quite informative stuff there. Um, he's 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 a guy who's who's been around. He knows he he knows a fair fair bit. Um, but he's he's uh, he always uh, like shows this. Um, Double cut, uh, Les Paul Junior. Um, oh, hang on. Was it? Is he the American chap that knows everyone? Possibly. I don't know. Grey haired guy. Yeah. Um, no, I do know who you mean. Yeah, I have. I've watched him quite a bit actually. Yeah. I think he's done interviews with some of the guys that I, I um I've spoken with uh occasionally. Yeah. 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 I know yeah. You possibly. Mean. Possibly. Uh, he's like I say, he's 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 pretty well connected, but he's. It, like in and of his own right, he's he's a very very accomplished musician. He knows his beans, um, and he produces like pretty pretty decent quality uh, YouTube material quite often. Um, so like he's he's earned his he's earned his uh, his way in the YouTube uh, land. But um, like like I say, he's he's got this uh, this old. Uh, 60s 70s i don't know uh let's have a look see if i've written it down uh-huh. um, <laughs> yeah so it's a it's a double cut tv uh tv yellow junior essentially uh like it's a vintage one and he he swears by it and like says it's the guitar that speaks to him the most uh and gibson and they're doing like um well the they've announced that they're going to be doing a uh, uh a signature okay so, so like, why is it controversial so, uh, like, people have have been like kicking back against it, saying like, "Oh, why does this guy deserve a a, a signature? He he's not a touring musician. He doesn't he doesn't go out and play on stages. Why should he be getting a a signature? Will they just hand it out to a to anyone these days?" I've got a point. Go on. No one's going out and gigging anywhere. <laughs> yes, yes, good good point. Uh, but. That's that's not going to last forever, um, and historically, it's been uh, like signature signature instruments have been put in front of the people who will play that in front of crowds. However, like my argument for this is um, the reason it hasn't happened for YouTube people much. I mean, you've you've got like all the Chappers endorsements. And he's endorsed a fair few YouTube artists, but it hasn't really happened with a lot of the big, uh, big companies. So it's it's kind of one of the big boys getting on board. Um, you, like YouTube has only really kind of within the last five years got to a point where this has been a viable thing. Uh, the internet is still relatively, uh, like a relatively new uh, way of musicians putting out content and and performing and 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 getting 
people to watch them. Um, so where the only way before, like, like prior to the internet, was getting an artist who would play in front of a crowd of people. Um, nowadays, these artists, whether they're playing playing music or not, they're still getting this product in front of however many people and they can like they can show the analytics for this they can they can almost kind of give the data that that backs up this is the amount of people who are seeing this uh so for me it might it makes absolute sense for it's gibson an absolute no-brainer it really is do you know do you know okay right we doing this sort of thing such as the facebook groups and the youtube and these sort of things in the podcasts we have stepped into the shoes that the guitar magazine stepped out of i know they've kind of stepped up their game and they've gone on to producing regular content on uh on websites such as like uh, gear yeah. news and these sort of things which is great and you know some of these magazines are still doing well but People don't buy written media anymore. They they like to go and get it instantly. They come yeah. to Pedal Boards of Doom, and if there's if there's news about pedals, it's on there straight away. You know, uh, we do a weekly yeah. news slot. This guy is doing something. He's drawing in two million subscribers. The dude yeah. deserves it as mate. I, I'm a boss artist. Somehow that happened. <laughs> you know, who yeah. cares? You know, if we're if we're working hard within the industry, and people recognise us and they they see us and they recognise the gear that we use, then then there is that's an in for Gibson, that's an in for Fender, that's an in for all of these companies and yeah. companies like Boss and Fender and um, and Gibson are, are seeing that and they're, they're jumping on it and you know. If if they're turning, they know a lot more about it than some jumped up know nothing on the internet like me. So if they're doing it and it works, then you know they must be right. Yeah, yeah, and 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 this is paving the way for like potentially how it's going to be in the future. How you might find the rosters on Fender's page and the rosters on the Gibson artist page might be a mix of uh, like touring musicians and content creators because those are the people who are using the instruments whether or not they're using them to sing songs or whether or not they're using them to like teach or uh i don't know uh like explain uh certain concepts behind uh behind guitar gear whether or not they're doing that it's still getting those uh those instruments in front of people's uh, view and these are the people that those people are watching they're looking up to by all means by all means do it um, our, our, our good friend yeoman's uh just added a little tidbit of uh news here that we should we should because <laughs> he, he has asked very kindly if we can mention it he said can we just mention that the new dean v that comes in uh, a vintage trans cherry and it's as classy as balls it is yeah i shared that with him um Did you? I did. Uh, I, I reckon because we're we're past the hour. We're, it's looking like we we've got the podcast. We're going to wrap it up. Um, I think we do, we haven't got any more votes in. So the votes are as follows: We've got the Dodd two fifty and the Whammy making it three in Group A. We have got uh, the Tone Bender and the Range Master in Group E making it through. Um, before we we wrap up properly, we're going to give a shout out to our Patreon backers. That is Mr. Andrew Bimson. Mr. Adam Yeomans, Mr. Doug Christ, Mr. Joseph Richardson, Mr. Hugh Rection, Mr. Ben Fletcher, and Mr. Brian Goer of the Tone Jerks podcast. I did, uh, for some reason, I didn't mention Yeomans of uh, Chef Tone, Doug Christ of 37 Effects, Joseph Richardson of Abstracting Band, uh, and Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups. I didn't mention those. Um, if you want to find me online, uh, it is Budget Pedal Chap at Facebook. Instagram, YouTube. YouTube is the home to the No Talk All Tone series and the Pickpocket series. Uh, Lee, you are. Yes, I am. Uh, at Facebook, Instagram. Um, 
and, and that's other, pretty other much places i think youtube indeed yes <laughs> since um, we're live on there now <laughs> that's it i was like this, i'm sure there's something else do, do you know what i completely forgot to talk about my new jam pedal but we'll have to keep that for next week that we shall right so from myself mr budget pedal chap from lee it will be a tatty bye good night for this week goodbye everyone see you later bye. and have a lovely evening Right, sad news at the Nestle factory today. A night shift worker was crushed beneath a case of chocolate that fell 20 feet off the storage racking. He called for help repeatedly, but every time he shouted, the milky bars are on me, his colleagues just cheered. <laughs>